fucking drama. You should keep your heart, cause I know you got a soul. Listen if you're missing y'all. Swing it while I'm singing. Yeah. How's it going? Last we're, exit to Brooklyn. Back. Yeah, that one. Okay. <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. Eric Bronstein. Tom McCaffrey. Yeah. We're uh, fighting the power, man. Public Enemy, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah. I love that song, man. That's what he was all about, right? <laughs> That's really like more of a Malcolm X song. But, yeah, it is. You know, but they, you know, they um. Do you remember what movie that was? Yeah, in? do the right thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I I just love that song and some of their others because they're. It, they were just so political, and some of the songs were viscerally hating white people, and I actually liked yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I got into them, I guess, when I was like 16, yeah. and uh, I mean, it's—I mean, you know, rap was becoming so big, and I was really into it, and a lot of rap, I think, was kind of anti-white, but it's right. that age where you're kind of open to that. Yeah. Like yeah, white people. I don't think I understood that this was against white people. Though. Well, yeah, but it was a lot of backlash, and there's actually a lyric in the song where they make fun of that guy Bobby McFerrin. You know that line? Oh, they do. What yeah, do they he say? goes, he goes, don't worry, be happy. Uh, was he, a number one jam. Yeah, if, if I sing that, you can slap me right, right down. Here. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, they were saying that at the time the the music. The black music that was in the top forty, yeah, was just like soft. Don't worry, yeah, yeah everything's fine, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, the black community has this huge crack epidemic, yeah. you know, violence and stuff, and right. was, you know, so that was kind of like a an answer to that song. I know, but like, what was Bobby McFerrin supposed to do, right? <laughs> no. What kind of music? I mean, he just made that kind of music. Yeah, I don't know you need that kind of music too, though. Yeah, oh yeah, but that was safe white people music. Yeah, and yeah. these guys were like, you know, young and angry. And yeah. I don't even know how young Chuck D was, though, at the time. We have that other song about Arizona. Do you know that one? Yeah, that was the one that was really controversial because it was about, oh, yeah, it was about how Arizona wouldn't, um, it wouldn't um, celebrate Martin when Luther King we, That's the song Day. we should have played, actually. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that we'll one. Play that at the end, yeah. yeah. That would have made more sense. I always thought that song, but sometimes songs can be so, um, you can make them too, dated because that song is basically about how come there's no Martin Luther King Day in Arizona. Right. And it sounds kind of dated now because it's... Because they have it? Yeah, for like 20, 30 years. Well, I guess they started... Uh, uh, what is the? I can't think of the word. They started, you know, celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. Day in '86. Yeah, and that was that song. By the time I got to Arizona, it was '91. So right. they still, for five years, refused to acknowledge. Oh no, no, I know. I just, yeah. I just make the point that sometimes you hear artists, especially hip hop, one day, and they say stuff that's so. It's not evergreen. It's just so to the moment that when yeah. you, when you listen to the song, like even Eminem, he he has a song where he bring, brings up Dick Cheney, you know, right? And you hear right. the song now, it's kind of funny because it's like, yeah, you, you know. wish you had Dick Cheney now. <laughs> yeah, he was that whole song where he's mad at Bush. Mm-hmm. That's so funny to think back. People were so angry at Bush, and he was like amazing now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Sister Soldier was on that song. Do you yeah. remember her? She's at the beginning. She she went away fast. She was really annoying. Well, she was the one who helped get Bill Clinton elected. Sister Soldier? Because so Bill Clinton wanted to make sure that he that that the moderates didn't think of him as like a very left wing person. Right. So he scolded Sister Soldier about one of her songs. He did? Yeah, he I just, thought Dan Quayle did. No, no, that was something else. That was like okay. Murphy Brown or something. Yeah. But Clinton No, I know that well that <laughs> one. Yeah, you're right. I get Murphy Brown and Sister Soldier. But mixed Clinton up a lot. the Democrats for years were like in you not in office and they people thought them as the party of just minorities. So Clinton wanted to show that he wasn't the Democrats were just the party of oh, minorities. I see. So he like scolded her, you know. And yeah. then some white people were like, "Oh, I guess I can vote for this guy." Oh, uh, well, yeah. he 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 did. Sc- well, that was the time they were very e- easy targets. Rap music, yeah, because rap music at that time hadn't been around long, and I think people didn't think it didn't it didn't have the power, the mainstream power. So it was easy to like. It was an easy like scapegoat back yeah. then, and people were like, "That's ah, not going to be around that long." <laughs> and that's the thing. Like then, when Hillary was running, especially against Obama, even last year, it's like why a lot of the black community didn't wasn't on board with her because of the stuff that her husband E-mails. did. No, no but just kidding. The stuff her husband did years ago that was like he he also did like welfare reform and the crime bill that yeah. really kind of s- screwed black people. So and, yeah. and and things like that. That song where he's like ma- ripping into rappers, you know. 
Oh, okay. Wait, who? Which one? Oh, when he was ripping in a rapper. Yeah, so oh, she, okay. they just tied her with him, you know. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, I, it's I don't know what happened with that. I mean, obviously, <laughs> people hated her. Right. Um, but uh, interesting side note. I, I feel like the Beastie Boys were partly responsible for the Public Enemy. Yeah. So, I don't know how, but somehow they they like like the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Chuck D and all them were always like, oh, I love them. A lot of you know, just watching this documentary, the Beastie Boys, and all like the hardest rappers love them. I think it was Rakim. Right? Wasn't it the use of like the, their sampling? How they incorporated sampling and music into rap? Well, that too. Yeah. But I think that they somehow were responsible for Public Enemy because yeah. Public Enemy was on. I think um, Public Enemy opened for them. Oh, okay. I think that's how it started. So, like when they were really huge, they had Public Enemy open for them. That's how like cool they were. All right. Okay. Um. All right, so let's get into it. So we haven't We're, done this in about a month. Yeah, a lot of things have happened. Yeah. Uh, so James Franco, this shit's happened so fast. Well, let's now. start with Izzy's first. Okay, let's get it's a into it. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna get into it, slide into it. <laughs> but uh, so when did when did this come out? Like my, Saturday night. I feel like yeah, Saturday night. I got home really late, right? And I couldn't get to sleep, and I saw the thing on Twitter. Yeah, and I was telling you that I heard this. I heard T.J. Miller a little before it happened. You did? How Like how soon before? T.J. Miller? I think we talked about it. I heard it like a month or two before it happened. Okay. And then Aziz, I heard last month. I said, someone told me. He's like, he's the next one who's going to go down. There's this rapper, Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. He is under, he's on uh, Eminem's album. I mean, uh, Eminem's record label, Shady Records. Uh, and there's a podcast from like a month ago, and he was like, "Oh, the next guy is Aziz." Oh wow! And they're okay. like, "Aziz Ansari," and he's like, "I don't know what his last name is." <laughs> yeah. he, and he said something like, "He's like, he's the next one they're telling to get out or uh, something like that." Well, I heard uh, my, the rumor I heard was going to be an underage girl. Oh really? See, this is the, his problem now because this thing on the face of it really doesn't sound that bad, you know, but. You know what happens is when somebody more one, come out, then then you're screwed. That's what he's praying. Do you think he? I mean, at first, yeah, he must have known because if you heard it and people were talking about it, yeah, he he won the Golden Globe like a week before, right under the wire, man. So you know, one week later, and he know. looks kind of like not happy giving the the speech. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. I mean, maybe in retrospect, but even he just kind of looks like uncomfortable like, i kind of looked at that and, and I, I was thinking the same thing just because i knew about this story that was going to break like it was now it's almost like when you win that's like the worst possible thing because right. you're the target now right They're like oh you won okay <laughs> um you know and you're thinking it's like let's say that happened a week later <clears throat> after the um the story came won? out yeah and I know Golden Globes; they, those are almost like fake awards. You know, they could probably change it at the last minute. Probably, I think. But let's they say could. they couldn't. Like, he wouldn't show up for that award. Oh no or, way! <laughs> no. And he wouldn't. Wa- yeah, it's getting weird. It's like winning awards is bad now. Yeah, like they're campaigning for other people. Mm-hmm. They're like, come on, this guy is better. <laughs> um, but so the um, story you've read the article. In, yeah. First of all, it's kind of in a weird paper, babe. Yeah, I, those are the type of websites that 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 turn websites into popular websites they get a scoop and that's the problem now it's like there's all these minor little websites they're looking for that scoop yeah so if they can get a story like that and they can prove it you know they'll all of a sudden i think babe now they're going to be on the map now. right you know that's that like, just doesn't sound like a serious <laughs> publication <laughs> where did you hear this babe <laughs> Like in court, you know, like, well, wasn't this on Babe? <laughs> well, uh, you know, 20 years ago, which is actually the anniversary, um, today, I think, or this week, the Drudge broke the um, Monica Lewinsky story. Oh, yeah. And Drudge in 98 was like a goof. Right. You know? It's going to, in like two weeks, it's going to be, where did this story first start? <laughs> Stank.com. <laughs> Dickcheese.net. <laughs> Somewhere there's like a New York Times reporter just cutting his throat. You know what I mean? Just like, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because it's getting babe.net beat them. <laughs> so, all right, I want to talk about the story. So, I'm, I'll give my opinion on it. It just, it's, you know, first of all, it's like anonymous, which is all already right. like, okay, mm-hmm. that seems pretty convenient. I mean, I'm not saying you have to, you know, identify yourself, but it's just now it seems very easy that you're like, I'm not going to say who I am, but this guy did this horrible thing. Right. Well, you can get away with that because you're like, oh, I'm a victim. So, you know. So the story is, I mean, if people don't know, it's basically 
he met this girl at a party, right? And, you know, he's famous. Right. And I think, you know, there's a lot of weird things to it. Like, she was on a date at the party and, like, totally was, like, trying to bang him. Right. And then they met up and then, like, basically, there's a lot of weird things. Like, one of the first things that stands out is she's like, he gave me white wine, right? That's a big part of it, right, <laughs> that people are having a problem with. Right. She's like, I like red wine, but he just made me have white wine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's unfortunate. But, you know, right. if you go to someone's house and they just give you something to drink you don't want to drink, right. that's not a part of a story. Well, the thing that, I mean, disturbed me through the whole thing was these nonverbal cues. She's like, I didn't say no, but he should have read my face type of thing. Well, that's she, a little Right, troubling. but there are things where she does kind of say no. Oh, like, she does. She, well, she, like, first of all, she, like, stops him. Oh, okay. She says, like... That's a like, nonverbal cue. Like, five or seven times... Um, she, he was like putting uh her hand on his dick like seven times. Oh, I must have glanced through it because I didn't see yeah. read all the whole thing. I mean, the thing is, it's kind of like it's it's kind of goes both ways. Right. The thing with it now is that it's hurting the whole movement. Yeah. Because it seems like the first one that people are like the public outcry is like this is ridiculous. There's two sides to it, but it does seem like. A lot of people are taking his side, just being like, "Look, he sounds like he's bad at he's bad right. with women, and he's right. like horny." Well, here, this is what I was also thinking of today, and this is a message to all women out there. Okay, all right. If you go home with a celebrity, that shit's gonna happen, and I'll tell you why. Right. Because basically, this is what I think: this guy and all guys like that are famous. They're very, very busy. Right. They know they can get a lot of sex. Right. They are not going to spend time trying to court a woman. Right. There's no second dates there. The whole 15 years leading up to this was the courtship of him working to become famous. Right. That's why guys want to be famous. Exactly. Now, I'm not defending the behavior. I'm just saying to women, they don't want these guys to do that. Don't seriously just don't date them because. These guys are. Aziz is probably super busy. He doesn't. He wants to get laid. He's not. You think going, so? Yeah. No, he, he's not going back for a second date. You know. Right. And so that's what women should know going into this. That's what a part of this was. It felt like a little, a bit of it was like because there's things like, you know, I I picked out my outfit. I'm not like shitting on her, whatever. Right. Like, because I mean, it sounds like stuff that he did was kind of like over the line. But there were just, it sounded a little bit like, oh my God, I'm going out with the celebrity. And they think that they're going out with the guy from the TV show. And they're like, I can't believe you're not the guy from the TV show. And it's like, no, dude, he's just this horny guy. (laughs) And you like kind of threw yourself at him. You know, know, you're with a date and you picked up on him. And a horny guy who gets laid constantly doesn't have to usually probably do any work for it. Right. So, I mean... Which is kind of why I'm like, well, what are you doing then? Like, why do you have to keep putting... I think what it is is they get in these situations and they can't believe that someone's not doing the thing. Right. So in their mind, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, why wouldn't you be doing this? Right. And this is, doesn't excuse the behavior, but I'm just saying that if you go back to a celebrity, if you're a woman, you go back to a celebrity dude's house or hang out with him. Yeah. He it's, is going to try to fuck bang you. you. Yeah, They're going to well, try to bang you. Right. And so that's the warning. It's also the... the it's like, go yeah, go ahead. It's no. like going, going back with a rapist. You know, just don't right. fucking do it, you know? Yeah, that's a good tip. <laughs> Women out there, if you go out with a rapist, don't go back to his apartment. But, but what I'm saying is that I feel like these guys just don't care. But there's still women dating O.J. Simpson. <laughs> that's what's so funny. <laughs> I like, I don't know. It just he seems cool. <laughs> um, so... And again... Just because if anyone's listening, not condoning the behavior, I think the behavior is bad. But I think these guys, they don't give a shit, and they're just going to try to fuck you. Well, I think that's what happens. It's like that's the trade-off. These women meet these celebrities, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so hot. And they think that they're going to like be their girlfriend. Right. Now. You know what I mean? And I, I even rent, And so you, you would think that being... First of all, I think probably being a celebrity right now as a guy to get laid is probably kind of gone out the window a little bit. Because yeah. you have to be so careful now. Right. Because you can just be... You can just be ruined. Yeah. Like this, I don't know that this will ruin him because it seems to be getting, a, you know, seen from another side. As long as more don't come on there. Right. Because when you get to five, then Netflix drops the show. Yeah. Then but it's, it's still kind of, I think it can hurt him still. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, it's not somebody's going to go away next week. There's still going to be people that are not on his side. And I mean, like I said, reading the article, I. I think that this is a you know kind of a little bit ridiculous, but he did kind of do things that were a little bit like, dude, that's kind of like 
you shouldn't be doing that. At Absolutely. some point, you just got to be like, no, like she's not going to sleep with you. Right. Which is seems like the normal. You know what I mean? If I've been in that situation, sometimes just women aren't going to sleep with you. Just gonna be like, oh, all right. Right. But um, these people are, are not human beings. They're yeah. like, or at least they don't think of themselves that. So, you know, I just think as a woman, don't fucking, you don't want to get raped. Don't fucking hang out with these guys. Right. You know? And that's, yeah, like that's a trade off if you're going to like bang these celebrity dudes, like things like they're not going to be really nice. No. Remember what Jeter used to do? No, not yet. Derek what? Jeter, this came out where he. He made them sign something? N- not that I heard of, but I think that stuff is either ha- has happened or will happen more. But I think he, the, he would, the girl would come over, he'd have sex with her, and then the next day he would give her like a gift basket. Oh. With like signed baseballs and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the only time, the reason why they figured this out is he did twice with this one girl and she got the same gift basket. Oh, really? And she. So it kind of like softens the blow. Yeah, because he probably knows, you know, and he was so smart with that stuff because you never heard stories yeah. about him. But that's what this guy probably did. He's probably like, you're coming home with me. You're fucking me. Right. You know? It kind of makes sense to me when you hear about these celebrities going to like prostitutes because it's probably just easier for them. Yeah. Because they don't like they, the, the problem with them isn't getting the sex. It's well, yeah, like that, that famous phrase yeah you're paying them to leave because <laughs> like charlie sheen like he was like every girl i would hook up with like thought that they were my girlfriend now right and you know that guy was banging a lot of people right and i think he was just like i'm not doing that you know what i mean i just wanted to be like a very business yeah, so he went to hookers and he got AIDS. so yeah it worked out great for him <laughs> somehow he's still well he's probably gonna live like 40 more years yeah. um so, so, and and one thing that so, what do you think of this whole thing? Like, do you think it's getting skewed and kind of going over the line of? You sure, I'm going. I'm going through the. You are. I hear uh, it. Yeah, one. that one. No. Okay. All right. Um, but you can you can use them both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think it's gone too far? And now this because it seems like the pendulum swung so far, and now it it seemed like inevitable would come back but now this seems to be the first kind of coming back a little bit because it's now safe to say for this one people being like this is ridiculous right wasn't safe to say that before no i mean it's you know well now you're just talking about rules of dating you're not talking about you know so now i mean these guys and the funny thing is it's like this is probably going on all the time and it's just certain people it, but he's a target because he was very pro woman. Did you know him ever? No, nah, I never I might have run into him once or twice. You probably ran into him. I so. knew him like I I knew him for a time and yeah. I the last time I saw him I ran into him. He um I did like a CD years ago and he's on the CD right. with the compilation. The Rafifi thing? Yeah. yeah. And um he, you know, he wasn't famous yet, and I mean, he was coming up. I mean, he was someone that, like, when he was 22, the entire industry was behind him. Yeah. So looking back on that, it's just, I mean, he had his own TV show, like, 24. Mm-hmm. But what started to happen, and he, and he started a show at UCB called Crash Test. Right. Which and is, like, I, Whiplash now or something? I think it's, yeah. yeah, it's Whiplash now. It was, like, midnight on Mondays. Right. And I did the very first one he ever did. And then um, what happened was... I, I kept doing it, and then uh, it became such a hot show, and he became so big that uh, I wouldn't get booked on it anymore because it was all, like, hugely famous comedians. Right. And that, like, kind of pissed me off. Every now and then, like, he would text me at, like, Monday at, like, 7. He had a dropout. Well, he'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, hey, can you do the show tonight? And it would usually be he wasn't even in town for it. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, he, he either hadn't booked it like, I think he liked me, but I wasn't, like, a priority. And what happened with him was I never had a problem with him. He never was mean to me. He did kind of, like, as he got famous, he was, like, very different to me, which I guess is kind of expecting that just kind of happens. Yeah. Like, I would see him at shows, and I'd be like, hey, and he'd be like, oh, hey, man. And then he like, kind of walk away, because I think <laughs> I was just kind of like, why would you waste your time talking to me now? <laughs> so you must be really upset about this whole thing going down. Well, I mean, like, the thing is, I and this is when I heard, like, years for years about him. Like, I like I said, I never had a pro. He never was, like, overtly mean to me, but people, I would hear a lot of people, like, say shitty things about it. Like, I think he was, he could be shitty to people yeah. a lot. And he kind of had a rep for... They even make fun of it on that roast with James Franco. Mm-hmm. Uh, that after party must have been a nightmare <laughs> for women. <laughs> James, it was James Franco, Aziz, Louis C.K. <laughs> everyone's getting raped. Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, so uh, 
But they made jokes about how he was always like trying to find whoever the most important person in the room was. Oh, yeah. I've heard that about him. He yeah. jokingly had that kind of, I think he had a rep for that. Like, just very like, who, oh, who, who do I got to talk to? Like, you yeah. know, the most powerful person in the industry. Because that guy seemed like he was just famous from, I don't know how you get famous from like the get go. Like, immediately famous. You know what's really funny? I so I I did a sh- before that the show was called Invite Them Up and it was really popular. That's what the CD is. Yeah. And I got in on the ground floor of that show. I started doing it like before it became big. And one time I was on it, and they used to they they brought this guy up. They were like, "Hey, this guy, uh, he did it last week, and he was really great. We had him back." And Aziz Ansari. And I remember he went up and like, I remember I didn't think he was doing that well. And I was like, man, I feel bad for this guy. (laughs) Like he looks like he's young and new and he's like not that he's not doing very well. And then like three months later, he was just like the toast of alternative comedy. Yeah. Well, if you I watch an early video of his once. He's doing Mitch Hedberg. It's early, just slow. You know how yeah. he runs around now? Slow one line and sound just like Hedberg. Yeah, he kind of sounds like it. That's what they would say. He kind of was like Hedberg and like Chris Rockish. Right. And But, I, I mean, I get it. He was First of all, he's really young. He's really confident. He, yeah. he is really charismatic. And Indian, and that was very... Indian and Southern. Yeah, and that was... Very, but the Indian thing was very new at that time. Yeah. That was... He might have been like... The, you know, so that was like a big thing. You know? Indian with like a Southern accent and yeah. like confident and like pretty good, you yeah. know? Like very like... Like a presence, you know what I mean? And so by 22, it was just... He was everywhere. And, you know, he is good at that. He was good at the networking stuff. Right. And so his show at UCB, UCB was becoming big. And, like, five months into him having that show, it was just, like, the hugest show. Like, the, I think one of the last times I did it, I showed up, and there was, like, this huge line yeah, it's outside. Always, like, sold out. yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I got there, and, like, Pat Oswalt was on <laughs> it. I was just like, oh, my. And I hadn't even really. I was like, oh, I have a show tonight. And then I showed up, and it was, like, the biggest show in the world. Um, and it became, like, a... From what I, I think I saw it once, but we're whipple, what, it became like such an easy show to do because everyone was so excited. And like you bomb on that show. I don't yeah. know how it was in the early years. You bomb on that show, you, you're terrible. Well, the th- it was, but it was also like hard because it it was that thing. Like if you bombed, then you looked bad. Yeah, it was kind of like the hot show, and like big people would be there. Right. So if you did. That was kind of the pressure for me when I did it. Cause, and then I started to feel like, oh, my God, I'm not as I, I like I can't hang with these guys because I was doing OK. But it would be like the biggest comedians in the world, you know, that before I even started were like famous. And I'm right. like doing I'm following like two of them. Right. And you so you're already the crowd is like t- shutting off when you're going on stage. Yeah. And I would usually like they were a good crowd, but I would always get nervous. Like I was like, because I, I was like, if I don't do well, I won't do the show ever yeah. again. Plus, you got to after you follow huge guys, you got to work harder there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One time I did it and I had to follow um, Janine Garofalo and Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. They had gone back to back. And um, they and not only had they gone back to back, they had done this thing right before I went on of them like pretending to wrestle each other. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, no, no, I have to follow these huge comedians. And then like they've done some weird wrestling (laughs) thing. And then I just got to go on. You know what I mean? I made fun of it. What did you say? I just like, all right, that's going to be easy to follow. I was like, I'm gonna. I was like, I really wasn't even. Ex- I think I was booked on this like a yesterday, and now here I am following like two icons who just were wrestling <laughs> in front of you. I was usually like th- that. Was another thing they liked there that alternative, which I think is why I I did well in that scene is because they liked you not seeming prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you never which I'm so <laughs> no but I'm good at like seeming not prepared you are yeah. like I can like go off the cuff like if when I did that they liked it because I made fun of something just happened right and I you know y- you could tell if you were too prepared they wouldn't you sounded too much like a jokey comic. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I've seen it, even in not in those rooms when someone's too like hey like you can tell yeah. like it's off put it because it there's no connection or something I think that was kind of my best thing for that. It was like I was good at like, but sometimes I would do it too much. I'd get too wrapped up in the crowd. Right, right, right. So I don't know. Um, so uh, he, like I said, he was never like mean to me or anything. Right. But I, I, 
I heard later, you know, maybe it was just sour grapes with people, a lot of people, because he became so big so fast. And I do think he became really big and he would he acted differently to certain people. He sounds like a fucking phony, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't what have I was trying to worry. I don't have to worry about saying awful things about him. But there's, there's a lot of podcasts talking about him that he'll... And I mean, the last time I saw him, it was like the last, very last time I ran into him was I was it was like 2008 and I was working this temp job at the time in like uh you know near Penn Station and uh I walked into the lobby and I Aziz was just like standing in the lobby yeah and I was like you know and I had to see him because he was right there and I was like hey man what's up and he was just like hey man how's it going and this was like right before he like really blew up yeah right before Parks and Rec Right. Yeah, I, or I think it had just started yeah. or something, and um, I was just like, man, in my mind, I was like, I don't want to like have an awkward conversation because it was weird because like we weren't in a comedy environment; yeah. we were just randomly in a building. I know it's weird when you run into comics in that situation. What when you run into comics and not yeah. club situation, and someone who's like kind of be exploding yeah. a little bit, and like you're kind of like, oh. Is he still going to talk to me? <laughs> and you could. I talked to him. You're at your temp job, so you have to pretend. Like, I didn't. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm here. See my manager. So I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he didn't. He was just like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I work here. Right. And he was like, oh yeah. And then like he he was nice, but it, you could tell it was an interaction where we both were like, how do we get out of this? You weren't wearing a suit, were you? No, I wasn't. Oh, so he could you could have been working anywhere. Yeah, 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 and he didn't seem to care. But it, I think what was funny about it is, like, he seemed like he wanted to get out of it, but I was like, I wanted to get out of yeah. it, too. Like, I wanted to be like, dude, I'm just as awkward in this situation, too. <laughs> like, believe me, I want this to end. Just because it was, like, it was too kind of, like, socially awkward people in meeting in a weird... Because, like, I knew him, but we didn't know each other well. Right. Like, I'd known him where I'd see him at shows. He'd be like, hey, man. Uh, um, <laughs> well, he seems like he's... <laughs> I do really good to see you. Hey, man, yeah. Is that kind of how he sounds? <laughs> that kind of definitely. So, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the last time I saw him. Right. And then he fucking... He started raping. And he raped him. that... Ch- and then he raped everyone. Do you think that he's... Someone was... That was somebody, he's, he's a short guy. Yeah. And also, I do think he's a short guy. What? I, you said, do you think he's a short guy? <laughs> he's short, right? Yeah, There's he's four like, feet tall. People don't know that. <laughs> but short guys, I think, are worth, like... I'm Napoleon a, I'm, complex? Yeah, I don't want to paint a broad brush, but I think you, you'd see more of that kind of behavior with a short guy. Like know? aggressive? Yeah, because maybe he doesn't get laid as much as he thinks he should, you know? I know of one girl, I think I might know of two, that like hooked up with him in the comedy environment, environment scene. And I and I hooked up with both of them. Oh, all right. One of them, I rem- <laughs> I just had to throw that in. <laughs> yeah. Not the last one. Not the one from the article. Right. <laughs> um, but just to go oh, to God. that article again for a second. But like, like, it does seem to be going too far. But I will say things that I've read, and that's the other thing. I don't know how true any of it is. Right. Like, who knows who, if it's true? You know what I mean? That's the other thing. No one talks about right. anymore. It's always like, well, what he did this and then and now it's like, well, I don't even know if this happened. But oh, but he I think he kind of said it. I don't know. But anyway, like there are things where it seems like, dude, like that's a thing where you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Like right. you know, cuz at, at points she does say like, look, this is making me uncomfortable. I don't want to feel forced. Oh, uh, okay. I thought she was just saying she was giving nonverbal cues. She was doing that too. But if someone's like if you're trying to hook up with someone and you're putting your hand on their dick, I mean, yeah. Um Seven times, like the seventh time, you should just be like, "Yeah, that's she doesn't want to do that." Right, especially the first it, time. But it happened, I think, in September of last year. That's right. the weird thing because that happened about a month before the Harvey Weinstein thing happened. So it's like the one thing good about the Harvey Weinstein thing now is that now I'm sure celebrities are fucking being super yeah, careful. Now they can't get laid. <laughs> They've actually like it's a, it probably is, but the thing is like that's what I'm saying though. It's like. If you're a celebrity and you can't get laid without making chicks put, you know, having forcing their hand on your dick, I don't know. Like, yeah. if I was a celebrity, I and they weren't doing, it, I'd just be like, all right, well, tomorrow I'll just get blown. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like, why does it have to be every night? No, and I think, but in their mind, they're just thinking, I'm super busy. I'm not going to court women. I think these a lot of these celebrity men, I mean, maybe it'll change now, are just dangerous because they're not. They yeah. don't want to date you. 
Yeah, they're not trying but, to. They're not trying to impress you. And I've like, you know, know? that's a big. He's thing. He's like, I'm Aziz. Fuck me. And I've exactly. And I've heard so many stories, you know, because I think that happens in New York a lot. If you're a woman in New York City and you're like younger and decent looking, like you've most you've probably fucked a celebrity. Yeah. Because there's so many around and they're so horny. And I've heard <laughs> stories from women and like, I've never gotten details, but I've heard stories where they're kind of like. They didn't outright say what happened, but they're just kind of like, yeah, he's a jerk. Yeah, I hooked him. And you yeah. could tell it's something like. Because they're probably all doing it. I think that's yeah. kind of that, or they probably just like banged them and they were like, get out of here. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that it's like, if you want to have a celebrity, like you said, they want to be girlfriend or something like that. They think that. But if you want to bang a celebrity, you just do it for the story. Yeah. You know, you don't. You're you got to assume I, I'm thinking if I, who's a hot female slayer? I can't even think of anyone right now. Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. All right. oh, well, she, not anymore. I mean, Kate Upton. All right, Kate Upton. Like, I if I was gonna bang not anymore now that she's thirty six. <laughs> well, she's I'm married sorry. to the. the she, right. she married some billionaire. No, the the pitcher, the Justin Verlander. Oh, Kate Upton. Yeah, yeah it's gonna last. <laughs> but it's like a celebrity like that. Like, like I would just you just have sex for the story. There's no way I'm gonna think. Right. That I'm gonna date this, you know. Even though I was the best looking guy in the world, I am. I'm like, I've, I've no right. money. I have no name. Yeah. So that's be, the thing with yeah. these. It's, it's kind of like a little. I don't know what the, naive. Like, oh, I'm gonna be. But I don't know. Maybe she didn't. But it seemed like she was expecting. I guess she was expecting him not to just. Yeah, it sounds bad. <laughs> make it's her sound- blow him <laughs> in, within two minutes. I, I'm not defending it. Again, I'm saying it's bad behavior. Right. I'm just saying that I think these guys are little scumbags. So why know? did you? Didn't you? Uh, weren't you his dating coach <laughs> for the last two years? I just want to get this shit out on. I'm going to do a skit. <laughs> Aziz Ansari's dating <laughs> website. Hey guys, this is what you got to do. You got to be Indian and Southern, and then work for ten years. <laughs> Ten years, in. and then you just what? He was famous like one year in. Yeah, he was like, I mean, by twenty four, he had that TV show. Do you remember the TV show? Yeah, he was a human giant. giant. Yeah. yeah, he was like three years in. I think he was one of the early guys making. I think that was the YouTube videos, though. Yeah, someone used to pass him around, and this was like a he was like a couple years in. They were the ones that kind of like they got into YouTube, right? They were the ones that parlayed YouTube into like a career. Maybe one of the first ones. I think they yeah. were the first big yeah. one. Yeah. It was like them, and then Lonely Island. Lonely did Island, it. yeah. Um, That's when there was nothing on YouTube, so you just put. A video of yourself doing anything silly, it would get a million views. You had a show. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Human Giant was around, and that was pretty funny. But, yeah. And what happened was that show, Crash Test, became the Human Giant show. Right. They all three started hosting it. And I remember one of the last times I did it, they were hosting it. And, like, I swear they did, like an hour up front like really? they were the hosts and i mean everyone was just there to see them yeah they don't want to see anyone else so i remember seeing them I'm like what when am i going on like when is anyone going on <laughs> now i have to follow human giant for an hour <laughs> um so yeah i don't know what but then that show got canceled or something i don't know i wonder what do, do no, you think it canceled they just moved on to better things yeah. well it yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it, it was like not s- bad for them. No, they wanted more seasons, I think. But you know, MTV is notorious for paying shit, so they're then they probably got some yeah. offers. They also stuff. like it didn't belong on MTV. It was too like good for MTV because yeah. MTV's just like I don't know, just became shows about people punching each other in the face, right? Right. And this was like a well-written like comedy <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Um. So I guess I asked you, sorry, but do you? How do you think it'll affect him? I mean, again, do you think they'll cancel his show? That's the thing. More women pile on. Yeah, it's done, and that's the scary thing. Because once that floodgate opens, then you have more people coming in. It's what's going on with Franco. We can talk about that for a minute. Yeah, like you know, he seemed to have survived it. Yeah, but he's not going to get an Oscar now. He no won't. You think he won't get nominated? You know, yeah, he, he won't. Well, the thing is, the ballots—they actually, you know, vote. You know, as you know, and you know, but they can encourage people not to vote a certain way, and I. I think because this Oscars will be very pro woman, right? I don't think they're going to want him on the ballot. I know? don't think so either. They want him in the building. <laughs> yeah, even though they're all like kind of like okay, whatever. But yeah, they don't want him there. Yeah. It's amazing how fast everything's happened. That's why I feel like it, the backlash is already coming, and um, it's been interesting to watch. Yeah, it'll be backlash to the backlash too. You'll see. You'll be just yeah, you know. Well, so the cat person thing. I read that. That's a, like a a short story piece in the New Yorker, mm-hmm. 
and they're kind of comparing the Aziz Ansari thing to that. And I read it, and it's I don't even I don't even know what it. Is. This is kind of the first time I'm like, man, I'm like old. I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. It's basically about like this 20 year old girl meets this guy while she's working at a movie theater, and she's kind of like, oh yeah, I thought he was like cute, and I, he gave me his number, and then we texted for like weeks. And I got really into him. And then we went to a movie and he took me to like a weird movie, like mm. a Holocaust movie. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm 30, 34. And she's like, oh, OK. And then they he's like really cold on the date. Mm-hmm. And she kind of is like trying to like goad him into like being affectionate. And she's kind of like starts drinking. And then he's like, I'll take you home. And she's like, no, no, I want to like be with you. And then he's like, OK. And then they go to his place. And it's basically they have, like, bad sex. Okay. And she's kind of like, you know, in the story, it's like, well, I felt like when we were, like, about to do it, I didn't know that I really wanted to do it. But I felt like I had already, like, you know, like, come on to him so hard and made this happen that I felt weird saying anything. And then, like, they have sex, and she's like, and he seemed like it wasn't that good. (laughs) Which, by the way... (laughs) Just to say, usually, uh, I would say a good portion of the time when you have sex with a girl for the first time, it's usually bad. Yeah, exactly. That was another thing. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then she's like, and it felt really weird after, and then I went home, and I didn't want to like see him ever again, but I didn't want to ghost on him, and he, and he kept texting me. Oh, wow. And, you know, like, hey, let's hang out again, and I just kept being really vague, and, you know... And I told all my friends, like, what an idiot. Just things like this. And then she's like, I saw him in a bar. She plains him as like a schlub. Right. I saw him with my friends at a bar, and he was like alone just sitting there. And then I left so that he wouldn't see me. And then he texted me like, hey, I saw you. How are you? I hope I didn't do anything wrong. And then her friend takes her phone and is like, I'm going to end this. And just writes like, I'm not interested in you. Leave me alone. And then he starts writing like, you whore. Uh-huh. And then, like, that's the end. I mean, he's wrong, too, because <laughs> that's not how you, like, I mean, that's for, that's like 101 of, like, women. You don't, you know, you don't keep pursuing them. Right. Like, I've slept with women and then never, you know, have them blow me off. And I, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm not like, you, you, you don't keep contacting them. No, no. Because usually what happens is later time goes by and they contact you again because you've shown you're not crazy. Because <laughs> that's what dudes don't understand. Yeah. Every dude... They sleep with or have this thing with, even if they don't sleep, is like won't leave them alone. Yeah. So when, when they sleep with a dude it, that they don't know that well, it's kind of like, oh, I, is this guy nuts? And then when they keep being like, hey, wait, what's going on? Uh-huh. They're like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> so anyway, that that story just like I don't understand. I don't know. That's like part of this movement somehow. Like they paint the guy as this horrible guy, and it's like. I mean, it sounds like he's cre- he was creepy at, at worst. You well, know? later when she kind of blew him off, he didn't react well, but it, he didn't really do anything. They just kind of had... She was like, I, did, I realized I wasn't that into it, and I didn't tell him. And it's like, well... well yeah, well, that's not... I mean... But maybe we're going to get to that point where we're going to have these... Con- we'll have to sign contracts and stuff. I just think sex is over, going to be over. <laughs> like, just, oh, my God, I went out with this guy, and, and we had sex. Oh, my God... They're all the same. <laughs> but don't you think that we get to the point where you have to sign a contract? Um, I think the backlash will like go the other way. Things, everything changes. There's like a tie. Th- this tie. Do you think a contract would be bad too? By the way, as a lawyer, no. <laughs> but I, mean, let's say I, you I think to... it would probably take the heat of the moment. Just <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get a notary in there. But isn't any? Yeah, but isn't any different <laughs> than having to get a condom? That can ruin moments too. No, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe they should sell condoms with con- contracts on them. <laughs> like the contract should be on the condom. Like so, it's kind of like you agree to the terms and conditions. Like kind of like when you buy something, you automatically agree, agree to them. Like an iTunes uh, contract. Like right, you have her open the condom box because that means they agree. What well, you might have just invented something here. I think I might have. Yeah, holy crap! You think that's a good idea? But it has to be fingerprint. It has to know your fingerprints because a guy can't get around and open it up. She has to rip it open. Right. And does it matter that she's not aware of? I think that's like at least a funny skit, right? Contract condoms. Yeah, it really is. But do you think people will like be mad about that skit? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because people are mad at everything now. Yeah, maybe I should do that. 
It is funny. I mean, you could do it in a tasteful way, or it was you like, could, yeah. yeah. Um, you could just say like make it for a commercial for something like Apple or Amazon. Well, like, because that happens. Like people agree to terms of service, and they don't know what they're agreeing to, right. and they don't know when. But there's things that when you buy them and you open them and use them, you've already agreed. It's in there that you've agreed to it. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, that would work better than the the the, the pen th- the the contract thing because I I always have a hard time finding a working pen. You ever notice that? Yeah. I don't even barely use pens anymore, but every time I use one, it's all dried out. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I would imagine you're just there and you ha- wanted to sign and the pen doesn't work. Yeah, that'd be a bummer. <laughs> and that would give them a lot of time to uh, <laughs> change their mind. That's the big thing about sex is like when you a woman's agreed to pretty much. And I, I feel like I usually get consent like before I even get there. Right. Like it's pretty clear. I think like last time I had a hookup like that, the girl was like, "Do you have condoms?" Before we really got to the place. See that's see that's consent. That's consent, but you might have to record. You you should keep your recorder on your phone. Yeah. You know how like someone should have recorded Trump saying shithole. Yeah. Apparently, it's now it's conjecture. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. That is funny. I remember when that happened. I was like walking back to this plate. I'm like, I wonder if I'm the, like, what's going to happen? She's like, do you have condoms? I was like, bingo. <laughs> you should have said, could you repeat that again? Exactly. And I didn't. I, we had to like go buy condoms together. <laughs> oh, that's was, that was kind of annoying. That's bad. Yeah, because it took long to do it. And I was like, anything could happen here. <laughs> like I could say something really annoying. Um, I remember like just years ago, like I would never buy condoms because uh, I always felt like a or take one out with me because I thought it, was... it would look like scummy if you just had it. Yeah, well, definitely you didn't want them to see. But I also thought it jinxed me. I I've thought that too. Yeah, yeah. Because that night I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about anything, and then right. I had to buy condoms. <laughs> but yeah, now I have condoms in my wallet. and never really end up using them. <laughs> um, but you should have them. Yeah, everyone should wear condoms. That's our lesson for today. And yeah. don't sexually harass or rape. And I guess that was another thing in the disease thing, because that's part of the story. Like, he, he, they walk in, and he's, like, making out with her, and immediately he's like, I'm going to get a condom. <laughs> like, and within, like, two minutes. You know what the question I didn't get? I love how he has, like, worse moves than me. <laughs> If I was that? famous, I would be like destroying it. I feel like I'm like better with these chicks like than these dudes who have everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I remember one line in the article, he goes, "Where do you want to have sex? Where do you want me to fuck you?" Yeah. yeah. Now th- that's pretty um but th- what did that mean? Presumptuous. Does that mean like in in his it, what, oh, like the oh, what like room? physically or in the body? Yeah, that's what, you like know, the like ass, in the, you what mean? room? Like, you want to be fucked in the kitchen, yeah. or do you want to be fucked in the butt? Like, yeah, is that? What you, oh, I, I meant. I thought he meant what room. That's what I did too, but then I wasn't sure. Right. That's actually very presumptuous. Just like, <laughs> where do you want me to do it? Not like, do you want me to do it? It's like a game of Clue. Would you like to go yeah. in the conservatory like, with it's a like, pipe? Where? Wait, shouldn't we get to if first? <laughs> and maybe he meant butt. Maybe he meant butt. That's probably what he meant because he's probably so used to it. Like, yeah. well, where? Usually they just let me do it. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that guy gets laid a lot? He must, right? He does, but, but not prob- for a celebrity. But probably he's not as much as certain guys, you know. And that was the other thing, I guess, why people were so like came out so angry against him because he's one of those like I'm such like a feminist, right. which always just seems to like backfire on these dudes, <laughs> like Jamie Kilstein or whatever. Yeah, I mean he. He, I guess he's ruined, but I mean, what was he like really doing anyway? Well, he had a big following in that community. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was like kind of like um, but yeah. really hard to take. But a young Brad Pitt, you think like a young Brad Pitt, right? Definitely never had this problem because when he went back with a woman, she probably like tore his clothes off. Yeah. That was probably not even like... Like, he never even got to the point, like, right. are you interested? She probably, legitimately, just probably, he probably never even had a... And even if they did, if that didn't happen, he probably just was like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I doubt he ever was, like, taking their hand, like, ten times. Uh, Brad Pitt calling. Yeah, that's him. He's pissed. <laughs> You're right, because he probably was like, okay, and probably left his building and found another woman within Or, like, minutes. he probably was, like, uh, whatever. Like, I he, I think he was someone that probably could get laid before he was famous. See, I think that's what happens. A lot yes. of these guys who can't get laid before they're famous, and then when they're famous, they just go nuts. I think he always kind of could. So once he had that, it was like, okay, yeah, more of this. Right, right. Like, he didn't go insane with it. And he somehow strikes me as, 
it's always those dudes, not not all type of lobsters, like the really good looking dude that like could get anyone who always seems to be in long committed relationships. Right. You know what I mean? Which seems to be the smart thing. Like like Rob Lowe got married at like when he was like twenty six. Right. Why you know what I mean? You're like, why would that guy and his wife isn't even like that she's okay. Maybe they but I always think maybe they have open relationships. I don't know. I mean I'm sure he has done that, but I think also like he's probably I think someone who's like Rob Lowe and is adored and everyone thinks he's so hot, I think he wants to be that guy in that relationship yeah. instead of the guy like who needs validation of himself. It's true. Yeah. I, he's almost like a chick, you know what I mean? Where, like, he's, like, the one celebrated in the relationship. I heard this old story about when Brad Pitt was young that he didn't bathe. Like, yeah. And he would smell. And it's almost like he was almost trying to, you know, push women away by being disgusting right. as possible. That's how hot he is. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I need some kind of defense. <laughs> like a skunk. Yeah. It's like, no, buddy, that's not going to work. <laughs> He's still going to... Wow, that's funny. Maybe that's why he did that. Yeah, because it probably, after a while, it probably got annoying for him, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Do you remember, there was like a thing like when he, in the like early 2000s where some girl was arrested because she kept breaking into his house. Yeah. Like that's where he was at. <laughs> Like, women were, like, literally breaking into his house to sleep with him. Like, he'd come home and there'd just be a woman in the house. Oh, God. Get the police. So, I mean, I don't think Aziz had that. No. I think the funny thing in that Aziz thing, not whatever, is that, like, which was another, like, signal of what, what he wanted was he takes her to this nice restaurant, but then just kind of, like, makes them leave immediately. <laughs> She's like, and then we ordered, and then he just like, I didn't even finish anything. He got the check, and we left. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what a dick. He has like, no game. You're right. He probably just had no game from when before he was famous, you know? Right, and just almost like mad that he would have to like, just kind of going out to dinner is like uh, an act. Right. Like, okay, yeah, I didn't just invite you over and bang you. Like, we're going to go here. <laughs> okay, you done? All right, yeah. <laughs> and the restaurant was like a block away from his apartment. <laughs> And you know this was just his go-to date. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. We're going to go to this restaurant. Yeah, it's right downstairs. <laughs> You're going to have a half a drink and then come upstairs and blow me. <laughs> so, and then he, he has a lot of stand-up jokes that I was watching, and they're kind of like all about women and how he can't get laid. That's the thing that's annoying. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe he can't. Yeah. yeah. So you know who can get laid, though? Who? You want to? Tanya Hart. Yeah, she can. <laughs> She can definitely get laid. <laughs> that's a horrible segue. She's like the she Kate Upton of figure skating. <laughs> so yeah, that's another hilarious thing that's happening. It's like these these celebrities are kind of having reboots. Now you saw the movie. I just saw I, I saw Tanya. I Tanya. Yeah, I saw it twice. It. I thought it was really well made. I thought it was great. I and yeah. I I heard it was good, and I was like, yeah, I guess I'll see it. And I was I thought it was really good. Margot Robbie, by the way, fucking great actress. She's great. Yeah, she, she's Australian. She does perfect accents. She you does. Wilful Wall Street. She's I was great the first in that. Movie. Yeah, and the only problem with that movie is she's so hot. I know. And they really try to. They do a good job, but she's still so much better looking than her. It's (laughs) like ridiculous. Because her face is just, they can't do anything to her face (laughs) to make it not hot. They give her that awful, like, kind of, you know, cheesy hair from the and stuff like that. Um, I I was on a TV show with Tanya Harding for like three years. Oh, you were on The World's Dumbest, right? Did you ever meet her? No, I never met anyone. I think what I heard though, she you did it in New York. I think she was in LA when she was doing it. Yeah. And it didn't matter because everyone did it like separately so i never all those people it was like you, you know the show right it yeah, was of course the, 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 it was a horrible show right um i was almost kind of embarrassed to be on i mean but i kept and then when they stopped bringing me in i was like can i do it again yeah. even though because i just wanted to still have money yeah um, that's who would not do that so money. like the theme behind it was they would they would talk about stupid criminals and they had like these crazy, like, washed-up celebrities who were known for stupid cri- crime thing. And it was Tanya Harding, um, Todd, Todd Bridges, Bridges yeah. um, who, oh, Leif Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> and they they, a bunch uh, of comics. Yeah, and then they would have comedians to actually be funny because no, none of those people are really funny. And right. the whole theme was that Tanya Harding was just crazy, and yeah. they would just cut to her saying stupid shit. <laughs> so... 
But yeah, were you saying something that no, I interrupted? No, but that movie though, I mean, the one thing, I really, I did like that movie. I watched the 30 for 30 documentary. Did you see that yeah. one? Yeah. But Is that the interviews it was based on? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I think, yeah, the guy I read took a lot from that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that with that movie, the movie really, I mean, she's shown up to the Golden Globes and the movie is really about kind of classism, like how if you're poor and you're white trash, it's just harder you, for you to break through and yeah. stuff like that. And I get it, especially in that world. Yeah. But the one thing I don't get is I'm pretty sure she was guilty. She knew. There's no way she You really? You think nah. so? I remember just at the time thinking there was just, come on. Well, at the time, but that's kind of the whole point of this. Yeah. They do paint like, they. Th- that's what's cool about it. I, that's What I like about it is that it's totally like giving her a makeover, her you know, her public image. Right. Because, I mean, she really did, it really did, like, ruin her horribly. But the FBI, they mentioned in the movie, and I read of it, they did find notes in her handwriting. Of the times? Of the training schedule. Well, okay, and in the movie, why does she get that? Because they show that in the movie, her getting that. But isn't she getting it for the death threats? Yeah, maybe, I guess. I mean, basically what the thing is is that she wrote down... Kerrigan's training time. Yeah. yeah. So it seems But they did sweet. like make a good case for her not fully knowing what was going on and that he didn't even really set it up. Right. Galuli. Yeah. Which I don't know they're taking it from these interviews, but they do that that was the thing that was interesting about because you know, the media frames things in a certain way. So I got it in the pre packaged It's true. This is how it was. So I was like, okay, but then they when they show it like the guy the fat guy, Sean, yeah. who's like her bodyguard, right. how he's so crazy uh, and he kind of takes over because he's trying to like show what a badass he is. I mean, that part was like a Coen Brothers movie where everything goes wrong. There's a bunch of idiots trying to perpetrate a crime. Yeah, and, and that was the thing, too. That whole crime was like, <laughs> what the? What kind of plan was that? I wish they kind of actually showed more of that. It was just a smaller part of that movie. but Well, the other thing is, I you know... They did it when there was, like, a news camera right there. Yeah. Like, they didn't have that in the movie, but when it happens, I've seen it online, like, there's a camera following Nancy Kerrigan going behind the curtains, and then it happens, and the camera is there. So the camera almost caught it happening. Right. What a, and that's why I think maybe she wasn't completely on it, because how could that be a good... Would she be like, oh, yeah, this is a great plan? Uh, yeah, I mean, it is true. I just felt like the movie should have been... It was so definitively like that she was not in on it. Yeah. And I feel like in a movie, that was my only issue with it, is like, we'll never know the absolute truth. And she just admitted two days ago that she knew some stuff. Well, she admitted basically to what happens in the movie. Right. Because Jeff Galoon, this is what he said in his interview later. He says that she knew about the plan of the death threats. Right. Because that's what it was. Someone called, they, she gets a death threat, and they think it's Nancy Kerrigan messing with her. So they're like, oh, Jeff, and they kind of paint it in a way that Galuli is, is trying to get her back. Right. And they're like, back up Tanya somewhat. Like, oh, well, let's mess, mess with Nancy. Because it apparently screwed up Tanya Harding, you know the death threat. She wasn't able to practice. Yeah, but no. But I, Tanya also mentioned something. They wasn't. She admitted to something. Not just that. that like she, hearing them talk or she something. She thought she admitted just two days ago that she thought she thought they might have been up to something more. Well, I think she, didn't she say like I heard them talking about oh let's take someone out right right yeah but they that's kind of in the movie she's hearing them talk about the death threats yeah um. I don't know. You know, it's just like it was such a black and white yeah. when it happened. Like Nancy Kerrigan's so perfect and she's so shitty. And, it, it, you know, Nancy Kerrigan is such a looks like such a stuck up dud. Right. I kind of didn't like that she became this revered thing. Well, that was like probably the only. And it was I remember seeing that. I mean, it was the only time I ever was interested in figure skating ever. I mean, the ratings must have been insane. Yeah. Yeah. And like everyone in the world was watching it. But what everyone they, can't, they didn't talk about in the movie, what everyone forgets is. So they thought that Kerrigan was going to win the gold. The gold, yeah. And, and that's why she, she was just on the podium and she looks all angry because right, she won the right. silver. But the funny thing was, like, Kerrigan's definitely going to win. And then in the end, the guy, the girl, uh, Oksana Bayul won. Right. And she was better. I remember her. Yeah, was she? I think there was a lot of anti-American bias. Yeah, the, definitely, because yeah. of that whole thing. Yeah. And also, like, Nancy Kerrigan was just a dud. She, it, that, and so that was what was worse about it. It was like... 
it made you like Nancy Kerrigan when like you probably wouldn't have liked her because yeah. like, she was looked like she always looked like she just always looked like she was smelling a fart, right? <laughs> she always just looked, you know what I mean? But she and, was like, wayfish. She was tall, but she was very yeah. Crazy. She was like hot. Well, yeah, she was exactly what figure skating right. wanted. Nancy then, Kerrigan. I mean, uh, Tanya Harding. Harding. She looked. She was. She was thick. She man. was. Yeah. yeah, and she was trashy. And but it it was just like a really w- well done movie. It, it's like kind of like done like Scorsese ish. Yes, it's done really well. I think you're going to see, especially now, because of they want this movie is going to get a lot in the Oscars. First of all, you'll uh, get a lot of nominations. nominations. Yeah, she was great. She'll get nominated, I think. Janie will probably win. Janie was, yeah. She, I think it's cool though that that Tanya Harding will like be able to go to the Oscars yeah. right after this happened yeah. when it really happened that year. Nancy Kerrigan went to the Oscars. Oh, that's hilarious! Isn't that funny? Yeah. So like now it's Tanya Harding, and I I don't know. I I do think it's cool that like I don't know what she what you know. I look at this legally. Like I don't. They didn't prove what she knew. They never proved what it's she true. knew. Yeah. Her life was ruined. Okay, maybe she like knew of a thing that like was a stupid plan that kind of didn't really matter anyway. I read some article recently because I was reading after a lot about this after it happened. Is that so? In so she's banned from U.S. skating, right? Yeah. But she said that in '96, Australia said, "Hey, can you move to our country and you can be on our Olympic team?" And what happened? She said no. But then they're saying that there was no record of that of that offer. Yeah. But I mean, she seems like not believable a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when I was watching the movie, I was like you know, I felt really bad for her and I was sympathetic. But then I think a lot of it had to do with it was Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Like Margot Robbie's a lot more likable and charismatic. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like, I guess the problem was that Tanya Harding was just kind of not that attractive <laughs> and not likable. She was yeah. very unlikable. Yeah. And she always looked like she was lying. Yeah. Which, like, nervousness, because that's what a lot of people, like, don't, like, a, a, account for. Like, you know, which might have come off as, like, lying and horrible is, like, you're going up in front of the world. You're not used to this attention. The entire world is not. You're 23, and you're like, yeah. Sometimes when you don't lie, it can just sound like you're lying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely, yeah. Like I remember one time I was in college, and I, I walked in my dorm room. I lived with this idiot guy my freshman year, and I walked in, and there was an RA and like some other guy from the campus in my room, and incense was burning. And my roommate wasn't there, and they were like, hi. And I was like, hey. <laughs> you must feel like you're guilty there. Well, yeah, and they were like, is this your incense? Because what happened was I think they thought someone was smoking weed right. in there. And they were like, is this your incense sense? And it wasn't. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I remember I was like, this just sounds like I'm lying. But you know why they're asking, so you're almost like feeling guilty, even though you didn't do anything. Yeah, and it was know? already just a situation. And I remember being like, wow, this is weird. I feel like this isn't believable, but it's completely true. <laughs> and I remember I was like, no. <laughs> that doesn't sound. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Sometimes you cannot be fully. Like, my thing is that the, the movie and what really happened it's somewhere in the middle. Right. Like maybe I'm sure she didn't not know anything, but I'm sure she wasn't as impo- involved as I don't know. But they, uh, the one thing that they said in that movie it's true is there was no way no matter what that that she was not going to compete because they knew the ratings that that was going to get. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were going to say they were going to knock her off the team. Yeah. And then you know it's funny I just recently cuz the only footage I'd ever really watched of her Olympics performances when her her skate lace broke yeah i had never seen her actual performance and she's crying yeah yeah but then like when she comes back, i just watched it last night when she actually does she comes back and does it like she does a good job yeah she just doesn't do the, the triple axel you know i remembered it when i was watching it, i thought that she fell actually and she doesn't yeah and that's why she was crying i knew she was and she was blaming it on the skates yeah. yeah, but I remembered it wrong because you're, you know. That's she does way. mess up the the jump though. She doesn't fall, but she like just does this. She doesn't do the, the triple, triple axel at yeah. all. Because she, there's no way she can win after that, you know. Yeah, and I think she came in eighth. I mean, yeah, it's like it's because that that's the thing. I watched her skate, and she's fine on it, but right. she doesn't get close to winning. Yeah, and the pressure, like you just want to like it's it's. Probably... That's the other thing. That pressure, Jesus, man. Imagine <laughs> that. Like everyone's like, let's see. We, you know, everyone hates her. <laughs> and you got, I mean, being in the Olympics just has got to be nerve wracking already right. alone skating. 
I mean, and skating is just like you're going, someone's going to fall. You know right. what I mean? That whole sport is just centered around let's watch and see if you fall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like if they come down and they land not great and stuff like, even if they don't fall. Right. You know, like when they do the gymnastics and they do that spin up where yeah. they're in the air and then they land, but they, they, they don't land like flat and they kind of land a little yeah. off. And they go, oh, that was terrible. They're like, that's two points off. Yeah, it was horrible. She landed on the skate. Yeah, <laughs> it's always like things no normal person watching would notice. Yeah. Oh, that was a terrible. And I'm like, really? Like, even the triple axle, I can't tell how, how many times she's spinning. Right. Um, but so, any, any other movies you've seen? Um, well, maybe we'll get to it next week. Actually, have you seen other things um, just to give people a preview? Yeah, I want to catch up, but that was the first one I saw. I want to. Uh, yeah, we don't have to. Well, what should I see? I have a late. I want to. Lady you, Bird. No. I haven't seen that. I want to see it because that's going to get nominated a lot. Because it's the, yeah. the woman. Um, all the money in the world. You see that one? No, but when now everyone's mad about that, <laughs> he's kind of a dick. That movie, like, just should never have been made. <laughs> just everything about it is off. And then the other thing, I remembered, like, there's this whole con- like Mark Wahlberg, like, try- almost murdered someone when he was a right. kid. Like, no one, how come no one remembers that? But he's such a, they say he's such a money whore, you know? Yeah. And that. He, he's like, I won't work unless I get a million and a half dollars. <laughs> but you should have known in that circumstance that they're only reshooting this because of what happened. Maybe you should be a little smarter about right, the right. implications. But that's the kind of, that was the beginning when all this stuff was happening, the spacey thing. So maybe he didn't under, get the, the gravity of I'm what sure, and I'm sure he didn't care. And, I'm sure he had, and this is so funny, of course, it's like. This whole thing, women's rights and equality, and you know, what, Michelle Williams got like twenty dollars. <laughs> First of all, I'm like, why aren't you getting at least like fifty thousand dollars for that? <laughs> she got like a thousand dollars. Well, probably because she was like, well, I'll do it for the movie, right? And also, it's like movies have certain budgets, you know, and they're they're they were scrubbing a fucking rapist from the movie, right? So you should try to be <laughs> one like, and a half million dollars. <laughs> you should be more of a, you know. Kind of sensitive to the matter. Right, he's really behind the cause. But that's the thing. People don't remember. Like, he, when he was, like, 17, do you know this story? He he, he punched someone's eye out or something? He, like, beat up some Vietnamese guy, him and his friends, and, like, robbed him and, like, were, like, saying racial slurs. But, like, that's okay. But, you know... Now it's just like someone went on a date, <laughs> and it's. I mean, I'm not defending, it, but you know what yeah. I mean. Like we've forgotten all this. Like Mark Wahlberg, like was able to get past that, and that did come out at one point. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, I think early in his, he career. like destroyed a guy's life completely. Yeah, and I'm surprised it didn't. Well, anyway. Um, so all right, uh, I guess Trump said shithole. We we don't have to talk Trump about said that. shithole. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? Anything about that? Real quick or no? I mean, you know, I think it's great. <laughs> I mean, I I just I I don't like I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Everyone everyone's like outraged. I mean, I guess you they're doing it just to kind of draw more attention to him. But, but when you when on Martin Luther King Day, if you're saying I'm not a racist over and over again, right, that's, that's probably you've made some mistakes. I just week. feel like it's been it's so ridiculous at this point. I don't know what people are like expecting or like waiting for. I don't know why. You know, I don't know. It's like the thing of going on a date with a rapist and then he's a jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's kind of like you've elected a rapist, and he's a juror. It's true. I mean, you couldn't be, you can't really be surprised about anything anymore. And it's like I used to get so worked up and mad about it, but it's like I don't now. I almost like the shithole thing. I almost like I laughed at it because I was just like, <laughs> of course, it's what he's saying. <laughs> and like the fact, like that's all he does. Well, one one last thing is, is that when you go in these private meetings with Trump, I heard rumors about how they make you people now. You have to leave your phones at the door. But security, yeah. Because if you're going in a private meeting with Trump and there's no cameras around, why are you not turning on your phone and recording that fucking shit? So is that why no one's allowed? I don't know. I don't know if these senators are older. Maybe they don't know about their smartphones and stuff like that. But if you were ever having a private meeting with Trump, when and he, they didn't take your phone, wouldn't you fucking? Because t- you know he's going to say something crazy. You know. I guess so. I just feel like, first of all, the problem too is that everyone gets outraged and like. 
you know, they keep. It's just you're reporting these things to like. It, it doesn't make any difference. Like the people that support him, they they're not like, oh my god, they're like, yeah, I I'm glad he said that. Right. That's why they voted for him. No, I know, and I but I still think it's important to keep reporting. It is. I think it's important only because that's why they're doing it. They're just. It's almost like they're stacking things. Plus, you got it for this election this year. You got to. The people, there's a lot of people who are going to be anti-Trump, and the thing that worries about, and they're going to come out to vote. The thing that worries about, that I worry about, is midway through the year he'll be the kinder, gentler. Trump. I don't think so. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. And that's, I don't want him to be. I don't think he will be. I don't think he can. But people be. have short memory spans. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, well, he's a horrible person, but in the last two months he's pretty nice. So you know what? I'm not going to show up to vote. Yeah, you and know? after the Doug Jones thing, they're really they're really pushing the racist thing. Right. Um, so you got to keep it going, you know? Right. You got to get... I mean, I, I understand. I think it's good that they keep it going. They should call everything out. But I just like... Everything that happens, I'm like, yeah, it's like one of the, it's like one of those I told you so things. The, the problem is in this country, and that's why we're, this country's fucked up, is people only vote out of fear. They only vote for defensive purposes, you know? Yeah. And they'll only come out if they think that this country is gonna, about to fall apart. You know, if a president does a good thing, people won't be like, hey, you did a good thing. I'm going to give you more support. Nah, they just don't show up. Yeah, and you now know? Oprah, people want her to be president. Yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, I think the only reason to do that is just to get him out somehow. <laughs> but it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't want Oprah to be president. She's not running anyway. She's she won't. She has too much to lose. Yeah. But it's just ridiculous. Like, I was only thinking because it's like do it for one term to just get rid of him. Right. Because that's what it's come to. I mean, who's going to be president in like... I remember in like the 80s, people used to make jokes about like John Travolta being president. That was like a joke. Yeah. It's like that totally <laughs> like w probably should happen. Well, he would have to come clean about some things first. Yeah. No, he he won't be. But yeah. like first game because he's like gay and stuff. Yeah. He's definitely gay, right? That's, yeah, I think that's almost guaranteed. It's a good thing to end on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot. Right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yes, you, me, myself, and I, and D.